0: Buckle up hotties, it's time to talk some hoops. Welcome to Crunch Wears No Pants with Brandon, Nate, and Jordan. What's
1: poppin' panty people? Welcome to Crunch Wears No Pants. We are proudly the bosses of the hoops department at pulltapsports.com making your homepage. We are brought to you by Lamb Chops Clothing, Chill Boys, Denheads. Heads, and Duke Cannon, uh, we did not make a show sheet today. So when that happens, we bring on the unofficial fourth member of Crunch Wears No Pants. Let's give it a for Chalenga Langison. Hey! Oh man, I'm I'm so glad you don't have a show sheet. That means I can just
2: I'm I'm ready to go off. I got some takes in the barrel. I'm all, I'm I'm filled up with
3: takes. I'm ready to blow. Man. I know you've been reading empty, them. emptier, uh, <laughs> loads.
2: Yo, I do. I do want to apologize. I was, I uh, was a little late to the show and you know, I was, um, I was just, I was pretending to be stuck in my dryer waiting for something kind of sexy to happen, but no, I, <laughs> nothing, happened. nothing happened. I was That's just shame. down there for 45 minutes waiting. And,
3: so uh, the up and what are you doing? <laughs> Step Garza.
1: Oh. <laughs> so Chilango. uh
2: i'm sorry to start the show off like that i just uh it's
1: all good i love
2: it i I love y'all i'm happy to be here what's up lo- how's it going
1: we love you well i have we, we we've noticed that the, the cnd nba show feed has been a little bit light in the last well, what do you months. mean what are you talking about what?
2: We've, we, we release a
0: podcast like once a month are you
2: no, not i left. especially
0: liked I especially liked the double speed episode. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> the, the,
1: the the once a quarter double speed episodes get me every time. Yo, yeah. I mean, if you're not
2: editing your podcast at double speed, you're wasting time. Uh, yeah. Especially because it, it it takes no time at all to upload and then delete and then fix the speed and then re-upload.
3: You know, that's definitely yeah. not a waste of time.
1: Uh, we've, so I we've guess... never
3: we've never had to re-upload a show that Jordan incorrectly put the wrong files on. Yeah, well, I forgot some several sensors. times.
1: You guys are prudes. You guys censor me. I don't like it. Uh, so Chelenga, I, I kind of want to open up the floor to you because um, you've you, you gotten some takes off and you've kind of, you know, you've, you filled the backlog. But is there anything else you've been holding on to that you want to let go before we talk about the trade deadline and the last 10 days of Timberwolves basketball? Are there any takes you haven't got to spew on the mic uh, that you want to get out, like get on your chest, get off your chest? or on your chest.
3: chest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> are you <laughs> asking gonna, me if I want to spew takes onto my chest right now? Yeah.
2: Jordan, is that what you chest. just asked me? Actually,
1: precisely, yes. That is
2: crazy. All right. Well, just so everyone knows, I am laying down while we record, so I'm I'm ready to spew <laughs> and it's going to the takes are going to land where they land. Um I do just have to I'm going to I'm going to start out I got to give it up to my boy Kyle Anderson. And yes, we are boys. We hang out we play Call of Duty together. He beats me really badly every time, but we have fun. We have we have this really uh quality relationship where I'm kind of like his little subservient little like uh he calls me he calls me his little boy and it's really cute.
1: He calls he, he calls you his little Kyre, his little beastly. little Uh, yeah exactly
2: and uh no no but but on the real I'm so glad Kyle Anderson had a bounce back game today because the hate that he's been getting on Twitter is just outrageous to I feel like people are watching the Timberwolves and they are seeing the Timberwolves blow these fourth quarter leads and then they're like who can we blame and they go to the like anyone who aesthetically doesn't fit their narrative when the reality is, if we want to talk about these leads being blown, the only people to blame are Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Downs. Like that is it. Yes. Yeah. And, and yet it's like, Oh, it's Chris Finch. Oh, it's it's because he's not playing Troy Brown. Oh, it's Kyle Anderson. It's like, y'all, those are like eighth and ninth men. Like let's take a look at the beer and let's be real. And so I just, I'm glad Kyle's back. I'm glad he's still on the team.
1: Shout yeah, out to yeah. slow I can I tell that the was... uh, the the rising sentiment of slomophobia was really getting to you and you had to get it off your chest. So thanks for, for blowing your load. Thank all you. Over the I think the Kyle
0: Anderson thing too, like, I,
1: I mean, I think it would be
0: foolish to just sit here and say like Kyle Anderson has actually been having a really good season. Like, but you, like you said, I think the the fact that all the vitriol of everyone being angry about the blown leads has just been kind of laser focused onto him is really unfair I think um, something that's encouraging about him having a really good game tonight is the way that it coincides with the trade deadline being passed. And maybe he's just, maybe the pressure of the trade deadline was kind of a contributing factor to the recent struggles from Kyle. And maybe that weight coming off of his shoulders will just free him up to go out there and play now. And he maybe be, just a little more effective. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can't understate that kind of mental stuff. But I, I, I guess, I'm trying to think of my 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 stance here because, like, I was kind of, I wasn't anti Kyle, but I was like open to trading him. And it's hard not to point at the spacing. So I guess Brandon Chalenga Durf. How? What's what's the. What's the answer for like the obvious spacing problems with Kyle on the floor, or is that a lineup like actual Finch issue because it's like the three non-shooters thing? I don't want to be a dead horse. I I'm think just like, the, I I'm think the spacing. I think it's overblown. I
2: think is as I think it, it is lineup dependent for sure. But there's a lot of minutes that Kyle plays with Nas and uh, Kyle, Carl at the four and the five, and and so then if we're talking about plus shooting at the four and the five position, if you have minus shooting at the three position, it it's a mute point, you know, it does it doesn't actually matter. And so I, I think all of that is overblown, especially because like one salve for spacing is ball movement. And Kyle is one of the best ball movers on the team. And so I, I, I think that he's shooting 19% from three or whatever, but that's just, that's a number that doesn't actually reflect what's happening on the court.
0: Yeah. And I think though, I think the spacing thing is kind of epitomized by there's, when he's not playing well, there's like two or three plays a game where they will generate what looks like a corner three to Kyle. And then he'll pass that up with like, 10, 12 seconds on the shot clock. And then they're like scrambling to try to find another open shot. I mean, for me, I think the fix for the spacing issue, even if he's not going to make them at a super high clip, I do think he needs to be a willing three point shooter, especially from the corner. Like when he catches it and he's wide open, he needs to be willing to take that shot because even at a, they talked about this on the Dane Moore pod, even at a 30, 33% clip, that's like a one point per possession play. And he, he does have a tendency when he tries to, tries to attack off the dribble from those really wide open corner three point opportunities where it, it does kind of like muck things up because they're not closing hard on him. So there's no real like, the defense isn't really on its toes when he's attacking. So he's kind of just attacking into this big glob of people. And then they're trying to generate another shot on a short shot clock.
1: Okay. This is, this is pure. I have two pure fanalytics, church league basketball takes. If you're a coach and you're watching a guy struggle to hit threes, and like, he, like the spacing is like wide open, like he gets like that corner shot. Why not be like, hey, Kyle, put it on the floor, one dribble, you know, get a feel for it, or like take a couple steps in and like make it a, like well, a, a midi. Is that legal? Like, I know if it's not Kyle lot, puts it on know. the
0: floor, though. If Kyle puts it on the floor, then the shot clock might expire before he yeah, gets into yeah.
3: it. Okay. What's your second one? Yeah.
1: My second one is that the way he shoots, the offensive rebounds is kind of like they kind of plop off the rim. He doesn't really clank them like that. Like they they kind of softly pop off the rim. So they, I, and there's no there's no subscription that could even prove this out. But I, I feel like his shots are easily offensively rebounded or tipped in. So if like we but, know that like okay, Kyle's shooting it, maybe just have like maybe so that's that an oob. Nope. Yeah, so Jane and Ant kind of crash for like a putback. So it's um, always his, his not, shot
3: is a, is a pass. I this is, is super
1: analytics. I know, but this is me watching the game using my eyes. The eye test. We're always talking about the eye test. So I don't know. think you made a cool affirming shots, face when I said that, and I appreciated it. So thank you.
0: But three point shots are the easiest. Are the easiest shot to offensive rebound, like analytically speaking. Okay, so well, you you baby. aren't wrong that by being willing to take those shots you are giving guys like Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns. And even like you said, Ant and Jaden crashing from the wing, you are giving those guys opportunities to crash the offensive glass. Whereas kind of dribbling into, into pressure and shooting a floater or dribbling into pressure and passing out of it. And now you've got a, a short shot clock and an ant isolation or something like, like I said, for me, I, I believe in him as a shooter enough that he's not going to continue to shoot 19%. And I think just being willing to, attack, to take one or two of the wide open corner threes a game has the potential to really like like grease up the offense a little bit and like it, get the wheels moving a little bit more. He's got to
1: let it
2: spew. He's gotta let it, he does got to let it spew. And you know what? Yeah. I, put, put him in the f- starting lineup let's go because it's the starting lineup that is fucking up the end of these games and, and, and here here's Duh. my here's my semi-legitimate argument for kyle anderson in the starting lineup now there i, I want to be clear part of it is a bit because i just i love him so much but also i feel like one of the huge issues in the starting lineup is that, that stickiness of the ball. And when you've got Jaden McDaniels in between Carleton Towns and Anthony Edwards, like Jaden I love Jaden. He's a fantastic basketball player. His feel, his like basketball IQ, his like ability to like read the moment in the game. It is just lacking right now. It's, it's really, really poor. And so for me, I'm like, if instead of that, you put in someone who, I mean, has some of the best feel and like understanding of the game on the team in that spot, what you lose in spacing, which like, you know, Jaden has been a good shooter this year. I don't, I don't think that teams are scared of his shot. Like the the difference in closeout between Jaden McDaniels and Kyle Anderson at this point probably isn't that dramatic. Like at the Uh. end of the day, I think come crunch time in a playoff game, they're gonna leave Jaden McDaniels just as open as they're gonna leave Kyle Anderson, you know? And then it's it's just uh it's just a matter of whether they make it or not, right? So that's that's my one argument where it's like he could just like loosen things up a little bit with his ball movement and his like just ability to know where to
1: be on the court. And like to your point, Chalenga, I, I, I love Jaden's offensive game. Like we we're, we're sitting, like you know this has been like a down year. You for do him. Yeah, but there's, yeah. Been some, there's been some flashes of it where I can still see it. I know it has; it's been kind of ugly, but like, but he been, that he cannot get to the rim. But I but have maybe never seen second a player
2: that size that off the dribble has to stop before he gets to the rim and do like a fadeaway float. And like every single time, he can't
0: get to the rim. But his handle has been really bad this year.
1: I know, but like, but like the the one time every two or three games where he gets it going, I go, "There's, there's the." There's the up and to the right trajectory I like to see from Jaden McDaniels. I only see that. So I'm wondering if he if he is coming off the bench, which will never happen, but if he is coming off the bench, I mean they, 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 he could be like, there's not scoring off the bench, right? Not until Monty Morris comes around. But it's like, you know, put him in there to have give him more offensive agency because there's just not much usage for him in the starting lineup. Everyone's had this conversation a billion times. So maybe putting him in that in that second rotation gives him a bigger role offensively, and maybe he can get it going and maybe find. Uh, find some more repetition because I think a lot of it just been the injuries and he's not he's just he doesn't get those reps up during the game where like if, if he starts out cold, he's not getting it back. Um, yeah, I mean, for you guys me, don't like my ideas. You think I have stupid ideas. <laughs> well, whatever.
0: For me, it's like you it's like you started with Chilenga that I really think the the elephant in the room, the big problem with the closing lineups is it's it's an ant and cat problem at the core of it. And I think of like, I think of that Oklahoma City game where Jaden played really well in the fourth quarter and that kind of fed off, that was was born of Ant and Cat playing really well in the fourth quarter. So I think Jaden McDaniels is more of a victim of the lack of ball movement than a cause of the lack of ball movement in the late game stuff. I mean, for me, it really comes down to Ant and cat just aren't making decisions quick enough. Like the offense is devolving into isolation because Ant and cat are getting it. There's a read to make. They're not making that read. And then by the time they've made that read or they've realized they've missed the opportunity to make that read. Now there's eight seconds in the left in the shot clock on the shot clock. They're going up against a loaded defense. They're playing in isolation. And now it's, one pass to Jaden McDaniels panic in the corner, like rush shot or one dribble into like a pull up or one dribble into a turnover. I think if the offense, if, if Ant and cat could just keep doing the things they do early in the games, trust that they want to like, when they make the right read that the offense will kind of find its way. I think, and I tweeted this, uh, it's oh, kind the tweet of man. More... The,
1: the, the amount of times you, that, that, that that phrase has come up ever since you've been a viral sensation is unprecedented. Flex,
0: <laughs> I said though. that last year a lot too. Um But for me, it's like they're kind of fighting their desire to be the one taking the big shot. Right. Because a lot of times that, that correct read early in the shot clock is for them to get off the ball. And I think they're, fighting their desire to be like, I want to be the one to make the big shot or take the big shot, which in on its on itself is good because those guys are good players. You want them to have that mentality to be the guy that wants to take the big shot. That's not afraid of the moment. They just need to trust that by making that correct read, by getting off the ball early. If it's a time for them to make the shot, the ball will get back to them in a yep. more advantageous position
1: like to talk about that what was the game we blew recently the one that was really frustrating this week i forgot the bulls. The, bulls the the bulls. bulls yeah like we got to the point where like in the first second quarter like i've talked about how cat and ant would alternate games and then they're alternating halves and then they're alternating quarters and then and the bulls game and more so recently they're trading possessions Where it's like oh this is an ant possession this is a cat possession and when that gets going it's communism ball uh, and it's great. And it's insane to see like, oh, shit, here we go. Like Anthony Edwards and Cat are heating up at the same time. That's what we we'll wanted to see forever. But then to your point, Brandon, when it's late in the game, it starts to slow down and get and the ball gets sticky and they, they want to retain the ball. Uh, Durf, what are your thoughts on 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 this? Before let's talk, and then the last thing about the state of the team. I mean, let's talk about trade deadlines. Have some fun. We're being we're talking about too much ball. Yeah, the, yeah. they just beat the Bucks by a lot of points. That's good. Because we all it or? all it all
2: came from the Kyle Anderson talk. <laughs> Very divisive sure. player. I'm uh, sorry, if
3: I don't yeah, be oh, put, do put do dead. Do I get a turn? Thanks guys. <laughs> uh, I was going to say everything that Beck said, and then he just, he just had to say it. I don't, I don't know why we're analyzing the past. Cause this is not the same Timberwolves we're going to see tomorrow that we saw yesterday. It's a different You're right. team. We've got Monty Morris. We've got another ball mover. We just traded our ninth and 10th guys for Mike Conley Jr. So I don't know why you guys are talking about ball stickiness when we got a great passer and another scorer. So he takes some pressure off of Kyle Anderson. So Kyle Anderson doesn't have to be the little point guard. He can also be effective and and he can sit in the corner and get and get his shots off. And he's going to break through this, this, this little uh, glass ceiling that he's got uh, over his head. We're going to break through the glass ceiling. I love that. You just, you wound me up. I'm ready to go.
1: Okay. Um, What's up with the trade? Do I talk about the trade Durf? Like yeah, let's talk to. about
3: the trade. Um right. my uh Tim Connolly fleeced again. Tim Connolly, okay.
1: what
3: what do you want? What do you want to do? I
1: don't know. Uh Monty Morris for Troy Brown Jr., uh Shake Milton and a second round pick. Hang on. Let's talk about um who gets a thank you post from the Timberwolves team. <laughs> They they fired off a thank you shake tweet. Shlang, did you see this? The thank you. I didn't shake. see the thank they, you shake tweet. They fired off a thank you shake tweet. Is this warranted? And it looks cool. The funniest thank thing you is that he was
0: awesome. nothing.
1: <laughs> I mean, I I wanna I wanna
2: thank him. I do I do wanna thank him because he gave me hope at the beginning of the season. It was a great off season. And yeah. yeah, we oh wow, we got Shake, shake Milton. Milton. I I swear to God, every time he plays for Philly, he scores like 25 points. That's amazing. I can't wait.
0: And I am so mad that I let his (laughs) long arms trick me into thinking he was good in the preseason because I was aggressively anti-Shake Milton when they made that signing. And I was right. But honestly, we we
2: should thank him because, like, I mean, he brought in who seems to be Durf's favorite player ever. (laughs) in in monty morris Mm -hmm. Durf, the way that you talk about amante is i mean i I hope that i can find somebody someday who talks about me that way uh because it's Uh, beautiful
3: yeah yeah. i mean we've always we've always been a pro uh god bless the broken road that leads us to player x um podcast uh Mm -hmm. so we do see the forest for the trees however um it still doesn't Excuse what Shake did to us.
1: Well, okay. So we, <laughs> I, I want that. I want to do a Shake Milton positivity corner. I think he does. And look... I, like, why? He, no. He looks cool. I refuse. I he has a cool full arm sleeve. He has a cool like. The only contribution. Head. His only, a nice fade. Cool his, bench celebrations. I think great smile. No, his only
3: contribution is future. <laughs> Bro, pull up the thank you. No. Tweet. His only out. contribution cool. is fa- his future. Random Wolf of the Week status in two years when somebody pulls him, and we're like, "Oh, Shake Milton! Yeah, that's that's right. He was on our team for
0: Ooh, number three. MVP he looks cool, games. Shake Milton." Every time I watched Shake Milton attempt a three pointer, it looked like he wasn't quite strong enough to get it there, and had to like jump forward to give it a little bit more oomph.
1: Like a third grader. <laughs> yes. Um, it's like a. Monty Morris, your thoughts on the, t- we kind of went over our thoughts on, on Monty as a fit last episode. So we just want to clear up for you. Do you have any thoughts on, uh, Ooh, what's this in the chat? Oh, it's just the shake Milton. Goodbye. He, post. Yeah. He does awesome. look cool. You're right. He looks, he looks, so, he looks tight. <laughs> I'll,
2: give, I'll give, I'll give it to Shake. He looks tight at the goodbye post. All right. All right. It was a good run. I'm glad he was on the wolves. Okay. I kind of want right. him back now. Wait, is it too late? Right? Have they again? It's
1: the it? long arms, though. It gives like his shoulders some definition. We're we're like breaking down his body, but like Monty Morris's look...
2: arms could never hope to be that long.
1: I've never seen Monty Morris look that cool. Wait,
2: he's got to be. He's got to have an even wingspan. His arms do not seem very long. How tall is he? Like six two. Monty Morris. Monte or Morris. Or yeah, he's six two,
0: but he's like I'm... a he's like a thick stocky six two. He's yeah. like a big six two.
2: You know, I w- I've been a fan of Monte Morris for a long time. I really loved his Iowa State team with Deontay Burton. Deontay Burton was one of my first like great draft misses. I was so I was so high on him, and uh, he just was one of those guys that was shorter. Like he looked way bigger in college than than he actually was, and and so it, it didn't work out. But anyway, this is about Monte Morris. Here's the thing: yes. it's all good. Like it, Monte Morris, it cost the Wolves like basically nothing. Of of consequence. So it, it it's fine. Like at worst, he doesn't play, like Troy Brown Jr and Shake Milton. And at best, he provides like quality backup point guard minutes. I've been pretty anti backup small guard for the Wolves the whole season. Like I just think one of the Wolves' greatest strengths is that they don't play small players besides Mike Conley. Like and that's like a huge contribution to why their defense is so good. And so Like, I don't, I don't think that this move actually moves the needle for the Wolves in the playoffs, like at all, but I think it does give like a solid backup and gives Mike Conley more opportunity to rest and be healthy for the playoffs and like without the Wolves losing that much production. So it's like, it's very fine. I don't feel too excited about it, but it, it feels like a solid move
1: this uh this this deadline feels like the the, i just watched the marvels movie yesterday and it feels like the trade deadline was just the marvels it was aggressively fine like we were thirsting over doug mcdermott 72 hours ago what were we doing i'm talking about we like the royal we as in like timberwolves twitter we were thirsting over monty morris doug mcdermott who else well, like Gordon I Hayward. Never Gordon Hayward I will, is a superstar. What's so? Up?
2: I watched Doug McDermott like last season when the Spurs were just fucking shit in the bed to get Victor Wembanyama. I watched Greg Popovich call three Doug McDermott pick and roll plays in a row with Doug McDermott as the ball handler in the pick and roll, and I I could not believe it. And the thing I couldn't believe is that it worked. It worked two out of the three times. I was so they, like, okay, Doug is kind of nice. Doug, I could get down Doug with. Th- can- so like, I I kind of wanted Doug McDermott. I think he is kind of oh, yeah. nice.
0: Oh no, we all did. Doug McDermott can definitely play offense. He <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> might be the worst defender alive. More than Malik Beasley. I uh, I I did watch Malik Beasley be tasked as the primary defender on Anthony Edwards. He tonight. had a rough. He had a rough. It did not go well.
1: But, but like so so all in all as a group do we feel okay with only making one move and just maybe putting our eggs in the in the buyout market which I think is I think it's fair. I was hoping to I was I was intrigued to see what Kyle Anderson could bring but if the deals weren't there like if it wasn't Luke Kennard um which was never going to happen. Um, I
0: am like I am a little concerned that they didn't bring in some sort of quality shooter not that not even someone who definitely would have been in the rotation but just like a tool to have in your tool belt if you need it
1: well is that i know doug mcdermott wasn't
0: like, an option but like a doug mcdermott a luke canard that's probably like a level higher a like buddy healed those type of guys alec burks um and i know we're talking about they're shifting their focus to the buyout market i think we need to to temper expectations about the actual quality of these players that are available on the buyout market there, there's a reason that their teams are paying them to become free agents. (laughs) Like Evan Fortier like sure if they want to sign Evan Fournier, fine. Evan Fournier stinks. Like Joe Harris, if they want to sign Joe Harris, like Joe Harris stinks. Like We've learned no, I, okay, I'm going to push yeah. back on
1: Evan Fournier because we've learned that if you make Rudy Gobert, get Rudy Gobert comfortable, <laughs> great things happen. I,
0: so so my thing though, like the quality of the quality of shooters that they're going to be drawing from in the buyout market, how much better those guys probably aren't. Better than Troy Brown Jr. And Troy Brown Jr. could not get on the floor for this team for
1: and Troy Brown Jr. was hotter.
3: But it's yeah, it's but... not
0: like Troy Brown Jr. or those guys. Like they had to trade Troy Brown Jr. to get Monty Morris. My point mm-hmm. is more these, these these shooters that they're going to be adding, whatever shooter they choose from the buyout market, is just quite frankly not going to be a very good player. And Chris Finch was. Apprehensive about putting Troy Brown Jr. in the game to shoot from the corners and and play with some energy. I don't see how any of these other guys are going to be viewed as more impactful to a game than Troy you, Brown Jr. You don't Jr. think?
1: You don't think? Um, what's Steph's brother's name again? Jeff? Seth? Seth Curry? <laughs> no, Jeff, Jeff, maybe Curry. Seth Jeff Curry. Seth Curry,
0: baby. <laughs> I, I'm I'm warming to the idea of of Danilo Gallinari because i think that's a good way for the wolves to stay big as like a potential shooting option but once again danilo gallinari hasn't been good for like three years <laughs> like
1: so who's who's on the buyout? yeah it's, it's, but, gallinari, it's curry
0: i also yeah like i
3: i know what you're saying i know the point that you're getting at is that like don't put all your eggs in the buyout basket but i still think you don't just forget about the 10th your 10th player off the bat like it's important to and i know that you're not saying this but i but no one has said this yet so like to clarify we should still be concerned about backfilling that role whether it's in the buyout market or elevating like signing one of our own guys to fill that role but like the point is is to like make every position you can better so that your floor is higher even if it's like hey this guy's got to come in in a pinch when there's an injury or Maybe it's two minutes in the playoffs and that's a, enough impact. But, like, I don't know. I just look at it as here's some guys that have had career proven track records of shooting threes. Maybe they were just on a shitty team. And, you know,
1: I'm, ca- I'm, I'm not, on not, Harris. I, I want
0: to make it like clear. I'm not anti signing one of these buyout guys. I'm more saying I viewed shoot like quality shooting and spacing as a need at the trade deadline. I would have rather that they traded some assets for someone who's actually good to fill that role compared to waiting back and just seeing which bad player becomes available.
1: Well, well Brandon, to your point, you want to take a flyer on like raw talent, right? Don't we? Don't, what was your thing? Yeah, that but you none said of like, these,
0: these guys are all in their 30s. Well, Killian think, Hayes is I, I not think, in his 30s. Yeah, but I Killian think Hayes sucks.
1: Chalenga, what do you think about Killian Hayes, future Wolf Killian Hayes? Yo, dog. I got... So Killian Hayes,
2: when he was coming out in the draft, I remember remember reading about him, and they were like experts. I'm not an expert. But they were like, he's super left-handed. He can't do anything with his right hand. I was like, red flag number one. Your lead guard can only go one way. Not a good thing. Then they were like, and he went to this team. It's kind of a weird team in a weird league. And like his dad brought him there and they basically made the team so that he could shine and go to the NBA. And I was like,
0: red flag number two. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's and he's a 27% three-point shooter.
2: <laughs> oh, man. But he looks like an NBA player. He's one of those guys who just like, like – everything if you don't watch the shot like the end of the shot you think that he's a really good player him and kevin knox who happened to both be on the pistons for a while they look like they should be so good at basketball but they're just mm-hmm. they can't they, You can't
3: shoot you can't shoot you it's
2: know don't go in
0: like at yep. the end of the
3: day that's
2: and okay. that's a big problem uh,
3: I don't mean to quote back back to him, but the book is not written on some of these guys. The book is not written on there Killian Hayes.
1: There you he go. He is going to be an
3: Iowa Wolves superstar until he forces our hand Killian to
1: give him Lance the max Steve.
3: contract. He does need time in the G League. Like,
1: let's yeah. just
2: be fair and like let him. Maybe he can do the Dante Exum thing and go away for a little while. Come back. Put because he's got a lot of tools in his toolbox so like put them together and don't be the lead creator and like see what happens you know
0: Um, he's just like he's just lacking the tool that like renders all the other tools like kind of irrelevant
1: (laughs) okay i have an article from the usa today that's outlining the players on the buyout market i'm gonna go through them and we are gonna round table yay or nay and maybe some light banter only if it's organic though okay uh number one spencer dinwiddie no, no, no. What really? Spencer I mean, Dinwiddie is like don't have
0: famously any... reviled by every teammate he's ever played
3: with. Okay, yeah. That's <laughs> he, can't, he
1: can't shoot, and we also don't have minutes for him. I was hypnotized by his hair, facial hair combo, which again, really, really cool. Kind of say like, like I don't know, like a creative player. Uh Davis Bertans. <laughs> I'm kind of in on Davis Bertons. Uh, that's the best shooter that's available. Slango. Yeah.
2: Uh no, the big yay. He's good. I don't know why he's not why he doesn't play.
0: He's all, he's because an incredible shooter. He's the only guy competing with Doug McDermott for worst <laughs> live.
1: <laughs> Okay, so Bertans is averaging a career low in points, two point nine points per game in minutes, six point one this season. But at six foot ten, he is shooting nearly forty percent from three. Could you imagine if we're like, who are we gonna throw at you, Luca Garza, Davis Bertans, Carl Anthony Towns, or Nas Reed? It's bombs away, and they're all six ten or, or Right, and he gets them
2: up too. His like <laughs> a, his attempt rate is super high, which is yeah, awesome. he's
0: like he's like a guy that he can just he can just be cold on the bench, and you can be down by 15 and be like let's try something and he might just come in and like drill five threes in like four minutes
1: he's uh he's the modern day scalabrine he, you guys convinced me he's done that to he, the wolves a couple me. times yeah in his he career. absolutely has that was a that was a season one crunch wears no pants thing where i thought bertels was actually like an asset because i only watched the, the games or you know i only watched him when That's he would just kill weird. us and i thought he was actually like a guy
0: um did you know did you know but, he only has three fingers on his shooting hand oh yeah Look at that! What he he doesn't have a pinky on his right hand.
1: No, it's a ring finger. He doesn't have a ring finger.
0: Oh, what? Yeah, he's insane. No, it's like he's only got he's only got nine fingers.
1: He's got nine and a half.
2: That's so tight. (laughs) That's wow. Um, I just sent you. I just sent you all a picture of Killian Hayes from Draft Night.
1: Yeah, he looks hot. He's sexy. Yeah. Oh my god. I would draft (laughs) this man number one overall. Uh, Okay, you and Kevin O'Connor. If I was 22 and at, like, the library or, I don't know, Blarney's and I saw Killian Hayes, like, trying to grind with me to I'm different by 2 Chains, I would oblige. Um, (laughs) It's a hyper-specific scenario. Uh, Kyle Lowry, yes. Um, No, no, we don't... You no, like
0: Kyle Lowry. We, we just traded. For we don't a need.
1: Point. Guard. We don't need another point guard. I want another one. Also, I know, know Matt Morris though. is like kind of thick, but I'm talking about thick.
0: Yeah, but Kyle Lowry. Not only Kyle Lowry doesn't shoot anymore. Kyle Lowry is like approaching the PJ Tucker zone of just kind of stands around.
1: Our enemy PJ Tucker, who's going through hell right now. Take that, PJ. <laughs> Should have laughed at us. Uh, Shalanga, your thoughts on Kyle Lowry? On uh,
2: again, I mean, it's like a, the. The Monte thing kind of was more like man, man when Kyle Lowry and Spencer Dinwiddie were on the buyout market, where it's like, oh, like that, that could have been, like literally could have acquired those guys for nothing and then used the assets for a shooter like Brandon said. But I'm out on like no, no, yeah. not with Monte,
1: Corey Too many Joseph, small guards.
0: Nah, no, we're <coughs> <Joseph, laughs> like, player in the league this year.
1: Uh, Furkin Korkmaz. He finally got his trade six years later. Do we want Furkin? I,
0: I do like being able to say like, Furkin Korkmaz. <laughs> <laughs> it is no, no, we don't want Furkin Korkmaz. How about James- I think that's a nay for
1: me. Yeah. James Boonight. I never know how to say his last name. Nah, oh, book no book night.
0: No. Yeah, I like he's either. he's coming from the Hornets, so he's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah,
1: we don't, we don't <laughs> want any Hornets players. Uh, Seth Curry. Yes,
0: I'd be I'd be in on Seth Curry. Sure. Although he might be cooked. He's been he's been real bad this year. And As a curry, it, when when small something. guards whose one skill is shooting stop making shots. That's a red flag. Talking about red flags.
1: How do we feel about Joe Harris? Who I did not know. Joe Harris was like kind of like a nice white man. I'm hot.
3: in on Joe Harris. It's All a white in. man. Of course you're
1: in. No, you Joe so. Harris. That's a season one joke. No, I'm sorry. No, you have an affinity. This is like a non-January six. That's a
3: you affinity. But no, also, yeah, I like man, do like whites. Joe Harris.
1: I you like I do have an affinity for white basketball players. I also like Joe Harris. He has a cool sleeve and also he has great hair. Chalenga, Joe Harris, your thoughts. He's no. also
3: he's also a season removed from like a 55% three point shooting year. He's 16. Yeah, he's, games. Also,
1: he's also he's also he's also
0: a season removed from his legs almost needing to be amputated.
3: He's only thirty-two
0: more. He's, he's four years younger than who you want to sign. You yeah. want to talk about red flags. Not being able to get on the court for the Detroit Pistons is a massive red
1: flag. <laughs> he was hurt. He was injured. Wait, did you like the answered? Did I gloss over it? I was scrolling the article. I said no. That also doesn't know. help my
3: legs not falling off the All right.
1: And then there it's was a little. Favorite. He's either bad or hurt. And then there was a little bit of uh, Marcus Morris smoke around the Timberwolves. How do you feel about this? Angry guy, Marcus Could- Morris.
0: Oh they could do like and they could do an all-time no ball movement lineup with like Ant and Cat and Marcus <laughs> Morris and like like they would have the all-time like hold the ball the whole shot clock team.
1: I kind of I kind of in on Marcus Morris cuz I think we need yeah, some bite. I am too. We need some bite. I think he looks cool. He looks cool. Marcus And I,
2: I'm in cool. on Marcus Morris. I also think he's okay not playing. And like, but he can he can come in and knock some heads and shoot. He's not afraid to shoot shots, you know.
0: Like a little, a little too not afraid to shoot shots sometimes. (laughs) Hey,
3: we need that sometimes. I feel like I would love Marcus Morris on my team. Like I feel like he's
0: one of those guys that I haven't, I've always hated or disliked, but puts on our jersey. I'm good. The person who I think would hate Marcus Morris more than anyone is Chris Finch. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> because that I'm as much as, in depth. As much as Chris Finch preaches like ball movement and like free flowing offense, the ball gets in Marcus Morris's hands, and all he's going to do is jab step, dribble, or shoot. Hey, can, the
3: can big we three. can we meld him and slow mo together and no. make one one? Fused if slow mo could shoot this...
0: like Marcus Morris, he'd be an all star.
1: What is this Gattaca sequel? I don't like it. It feels eugenics adjacent. I don't like it. Combining. I don't know what that what's that reference to. Gattaca, the movie with um the guy who was in Moon Knight as the antagonist? Oscar Isaac? No, not Oscar Isaac, the other guy.
0: Ethan Hawks?
1: Ethan Hawks. Shlenga, I think you know Gattaca, which is why I said it. I thought I thought you'd be a Gattaca Gattaca Miz.
3: Um no, don't don't know that. I know um, Wait, a nineteen ninety-seven film, Gattaca?
1: Yeah, I watched it in biology because my, my teacher was like, hey, look Is at you're this. Is he referencing it's, a school movie right now? It wasn't a school. It was also whatever. It
0: was um, Bill Nye, the science guy
1: if,
3: in if it. it, it was, if, if it wasn't oh. October Sky, then I haven't seen it. That was the only movie we what ever watched film. in school.
1: Okay, I don't want to talk about basketball anymore. Do you guys want to do the Cat's Draft in honor of Carl Anthony? <laughs> this, was, this was an abrupt shift. Yeah, we didn't I don't even talk about Evan Fortier. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Evan Fortier. Like, we're running long. We did a lot. Of, we did like 10 <laughs> minutes on slow-mo. I think we're we not running it. long. So short I don't know. Of- but, uh, whatever. Screw it. I want I want to do the Cats draft. Should we do the Cats draft?
2: Hey, it, do you're, the
1: cats you're, draft. The, you're the boss, buddy. It feels like we have to. Okay, we're going to do the Cats draft. for the ride. The Cats draft is in honor of Carl Anthony Towns' fourth ever All-Star appearance. It's much like the Big Things draft, if you recall. No parameters, just things adjacent to Cats. Brandon, how many slots of Cats are we filling?
0: I want to do six. I got hella cats to dress. Six
1: cats per team is crazy. That's 24, 24 cats. cats. Five cats? Okay, I think five is fair. Chlenga, how do you feel about five cats per I'm team? I'm ready. I'm fucking. I'm so ready, man. These I've been bits, thinking about this all day. These bits are either great or just horrible. I'm so scared. <laughs> this okay. is a total thousand All right, who's got all the right. first overall pick? Well, Chlenga, because he's well, a
0: So my, my XL is taking a while to open right now for the random number generator. Um, Chalanga, as our guest, you get the first overall pick. And,
1: and here we go. Wait, no, hang on, let me pull up my documents so I can take notes on who's. I'm not going to make a fucking graphic. Who am I kidding? But I just want to.
0: Yeah, you're like a million drafts behind.
1: Dude, life got busy.
0: All right. The second overall pick belongs to Durf. The third overall pick belongs to me. And Jordan Almat. you have the wraparound.
1: <laughs> it's trying to go, what cat are you drafting first with the cat's draft?
0: So, with my first overall pick at the cat draft, I'm drafting a cat. It's
2: big, it's yellow, it's long, it's the cat excavator construction equipment with the big digging oh, arm it. Damn
1: it,
0: this is a great pick. What I didn't that? even have this one on my yeah. board. Oh, that's
2: terrible took- value, then, man. I just I had to get it. It's so big, that's, it's a, so that's a really good pick, though.
1: That was on Thank my you. board. I would have, I would have sniped it. Yeah. Uh, plus, they also have apparel <laughs> in addition to having every machinery. They have like warm hats and gloves. So, do I get
2: everything? Do I get the entire? Yeah, you get the, whole like, you you get the whole brand. brand. <laughs> yeah, you get the whole brand. They also make shoes. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> the Caterpillar oh, shoes are crazy.
3: Incredible. Yeah, those are the they're new. Like they're, like
1: they're like skater shoes. Um, no, they're construction shoes.
3: No, that have you not seen the, their take on like skater shoes? They have those caterpillar. Two. Yes, the
1: construction brand. I,
3: I saw them at DSW. No, that no shit I was ads. talking yo, yo. about. i was so bored
1: of basketball. This is a podcast. No free. That ad shit ads. was boring for the first twenty. 20- oh my god, you're not wrong, dude. I know. <laughs> it's so wild. They're definitely work what shoes. But they look. They look like snowboarding shoes. Why would they do that? I don't know. There's some joints here, bro. The Caterpillar Radar Sports Sneaker is kind of like it looks like a tree. They, they have a full lot. What they, got, the they world. have like
3: they have like East Bay for uh, construction shoes now. Um, <laughs> Hang on, is it me? Right. Is it me? <laughs> Should I draft you? Guys, it's no, you you got to live... take you got to take Jally's Jally's pick off the board. Live rack right uh, the shoe. When you I know, kids. but I, wait, did we say is Carl Anthony Towns draftable? Or I don't know is if is If it's honoring him, I don't want to. That's fine. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take Garfield.
0: He's <laughs> off the board. Sorry, number I one th- cat. I, I think Garfield was the easy one-one. I think as much as I like the the cat construction pick from Chilenga, I I think you missed uh, the easy one-one um, in the cat's draft.
2: Yeah, but I'm going for something. You're yeah, gonna I was gonna kinda, say you're it gonna might not say, be a fit. It might yeah. not be a fit. I got. Oh, yeah. I got. I like my. T- you know, it's like OKC likes guys that can all like dribble and pass and shoot. I got a thing. I'm going for so. Yeah,
1: yeah, pass yeah, and yeah. Shoot. yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Is it
0: my turn? It is my. No, turn. it's my. It's my turn. Oh, do it anyway. Um, draft Adam. Hmm. Where do I go with the third overall pick? I really wanted. I really wanted Garfield. Um, okay. I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take someone uh, from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, nice. Uh one of my favorite Marvel movies, rest in peace Chadwick Boseman. I'm drafting Black Panther.
1: That's a great pick. I thought mm-hmm. you were going to say the Flurkin from the Marvels and Captain Marvel, but then <laughs> it might, might be on Boseman my board. <laughs> was like this is a much better pick. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Uh, okay, cool. Let's see. For my first pick in the cats draft, I want to take Hobbs from Calvin and Hobbs. Great pick, yep. thank you. Mm-hmm. And I get a second one too, so you all can suck it from the back as I think about my second pick. Whoa, <laughs> what is, <gonna> be? <laughs> uh,
3: is that your first time dropping that on the pod? I think so. I think I sent that's just been my group chat bit up until now. Yeah, I
1: want if Mr.
2: You can suck it from the back. You can suck it from the front, front, front. Wait, is that how the song goes? Um,
3: yeah, something like but, that. jelanger are you gonna do another track soon?
1: Yeah.
2: Me? Oh yeah, I got.
3: Yeah. I got. I'm cooking. I'm cooking up some stuff. Don't worry. Is, have, you done, have you have you done anything since 2019? I think that was when the clip was that you posted.
2: Um, the nothing on public. It, no, honor. okay. No, nothing public. But uh, it's coming. Don't worry. Release the drafts.
3: I, <laughs> I hear it. Did
1: you guys <laughs> hear my you. draft pick, or can I redraft? They don't like my pick anymore.
3: No, we heard you, it. You picked someone other than Hopkins. Right?
1: That's a good uh, pick. Uh well, do you say, no, did you hear my second pick? Cuz I don't like it anymore. No, is
0: it? no, I didn't hear it. Okay,
1: well good. I'm going to save that for later cuz I can get it later on in the draft. I want Hello Kitty as well for my for my my second pick.
0: Hello Kitty is a culture I'm unfamiliar with, but very very a very popular brand.
1: If you marginalize my wife's culture, bro, I'm going to have to come fight you. How dare you? You're Hello off Kitty the pod. I said I'm
0: unfamiliar with it. Yeah, ignorance exactly. Is not That's this. ignorance.
1: I'll bring you back a t-shirt from <laughs> From Japan. Uh, all right, Brandon, you're back on all the board.
0: Right. It's back to me. Um, and in honor of today, the sun did not shine. It was too wet to play. So I am drafting the cat in the hat.
1: Ooh. Mm, oh, nice. I like cat in the hat.
0: Okay. Just because so, you're mad that you didn't think of him?
1: No, so, <laughs> I think about that scary um, that from the the Jim Carrey version where like he's about to bonk the, the is Mike Myers, body. Mike whatever, when Mike Myers, the Mike Myers, the Mike Myers Cat in the Hat slept on. I feel like it's scary because again he's about to bonk the kid Beans with the baseball bat. It seems like it's like uh, like two steps away from a horror movie.
0: Beans, <laughs> yeah. From even Stevens, all right, Durf, on to you.
3: Uh, let's see who's left. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Cat Daddy with my second pick. (laughs) Cat Daddy is off the board,
1: that's a great one. Um, what a pick, Chalanga. Who are you gonna add alongside the Caterpillar Construction Company?
2: Oh, it's me. All right, well, you know, me too. Oh, it's I get the wraparound, hell yeah. So, with my pick. I gotta stick to the yellow guys. I gotta pick everyone's favorite yellow cat, King of the Jungle. I'm picking Simba. Damn That's, that's a great
0: pick. That was a good pick. So you're doing a whole yellow guys theme.
2: I got to, you, got, you got to love the yellow guy, what? man. <laughs> Nothing better than a yellow cat to brighten up your day. And with my wraparound pick, I'm picking, of course, everyone's favorite yellow cat. Everybody knows who it is. Top Cat from the 60s cartoon
1: Top Cat. Oh, to- I thought it was Heathcliff. <laughs> I've never heard of Top Cat. I've oh, you love Top, Top Cat. Dude, you don't want
0: <laughs> to. Never heard of Top cat? You don't oh, read this Top guy. Cat?
1: Oh yeah, I know who Top Cat. Is. Oh, I, I
0: recognize is. Top Cat. Yeah,
1: this is like an iconic, like, nineteen sixty-one, oh, I mean, yeah. the one-season phenomenon, Top Cat. Everybody one loves season. Top Cat. It's just, <laughs> it's a timeless
0: classic. Wait, <laughs> Top Top Cat returned to the big screen in three D in twenty
1: fourteen. Oh, oh, I you got, love you. Didn't see it. the you didn't yeah, watch Top the, Cat three
3: D. You
0: watch the sitcom Everybody Loves Top Cat.
1: I typed in Top Cat twenty fourteen. I got an article about. Heart failure.
0: Oh, I know. Twenty eleven.
1: Okay, that's why. <laughs> or
2: the reboot, Young Top Cat. Everybody loves Young Top Cat.
3: That's what inspired okay. oh, Young it's, Sheldon. I think. I think. I, think. Mm-hmm. I think it's everybody hates Top Cat. That's what. Yeah. He's so young. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah.
1: Why do I feel like Top Cat's like a like a DLC for like GTA Vice City? It's, just definitely just Fort- it's definitely in. It's definitely got to be in like Fortnite or something. I want it to be in GTA. Well, that too. Um, let's see. All right. All right, Durf, it's uh, back to you. Back to me. Um, Durf
0: debated taking Carl anthony Towns with his first overall pick, and now we've gone two full rounds, and he still hasn't been I was hoping it. you
3: weren't going to bring it back up. I was going to save it for later. I thought people forgot about it. I uh, did. Um, yeah, stupid. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll take
1: Cat. I'll take Cat with my third uh, pick. boo. Carl is Love off Car- the Carl, Oh, Karl-Anthony yeah, All right, Brandon. Boo. Black Panther, the cat in the hat. Who is number three?
0: All right, um, I'm getting a little a little two for one here. Uh sneaking sneaking a little because I can't get one without the other. It, one of them is not a cat, uh, but I am going to be taking uh cat from cat dog. No! And I am getting
1: dog with that pig. Yeah, it's a smart pig. I was I was flirting with cat from cat dog. What a show. Um that era of Nickelodeon, that hey Arnold, what else? Invader Zim. Barely odd Isn't parents. it crazy
0: that cartoons were perfect when we were children, and now they're stupid?
1: Well, I, I, well, Bluey is not <laughs> stupid. Bluey is a banger. Um, but like a, a lot of these shows, they're like high simulation, like high stim. So like, you like are super duper locked in, whereas our shows are like a little more chill and like narrative based. I feel like, uh, or but maybe. Uh, did, did you
3: just see that thing about uh somebody was like, "I'm gonna shatter your childhood every time anybody makes any movement in." Fairly odd parents, there's a sound effect. So if some if a character is stagnant and their eyes move, there's a sound to it. So talk about Stim.
1: That's well, only Stim. All my right, well, I'll fire up some fairly odd parents and I will edit in the pod. And then while well, and also while I'm drafting in the cat draft, I'm gonna watch it simultaneously right now. Uh, let's see. I wanted I had my pick and I totally forgot who it was gonna be. So now I have to think about it again. Um this is uh, uh I want Tony the Tiger? I feel like it's a that's strong a pick. Yeah, that's a cat. That's um, a strong pick. Shalenga, did, did Tony the Tiger get drafted for the blue guys draft? Cause cause Frosted Flakes he's are blue. blue? He's not blue. He's not he's, blue. He's he, on, can't, he can't pretend background. he can't
2: come in here pretending to be blue when he's not blue. <laughs> we all If I lay doors, on grass,
1: it
0: doesn't make me green. Um,
2: come on now. It's
1: a background color. We do need a blue guys, green guys round two draft. By the way, Chlenga Let's and do Dan. it right now. Who's listening? are <laughs> well, no, the, the cat draft, draft. We're
0: doing it. I want to see. I want a yellow guys draft now. Now that no, we're not allowed to going, do a yellow so guys so draft. Pro yellow guys. Yeah, that's
1: not not cool.
2: Yellow cats cool. Yellow guys not cool. Let's be cool. All right. Get out, get out of here.
1: Um, and then for my wraparound pick, I want to take online viral sensation. May he rest in peace, Lil Bub. Do you remember Lil Bub with his little tongue out and his face, his squishy little face? What's the cat, the cat? What's the cat tie-in? Uh, it, it's a cat. Lil it's little Bub the cat.
3: Oh, that part wasn't clear. Who's little Bub? Oh, you've seen I've never Lil seen little Bub
1: I thought oh, you were
0: going to take Grumpy Cat there. No, I mean, Grumpy Cat. Is... No,
1: I'm gonna. Just, you guys don't know who little Bub is? He's a little cat nope. who has like this, the squishy face don't... with his tongue out. Yeah, Google little Bub. Is this he a guy. meme? Yeah.
0: It's in the chat. Little Bub Her? I I googled him. Don't
1: recognize Her? him. Sure. So, like, do you fuck with little bub?
2: I fuck, yeah, man. I fuck with little bub.
1: Little bub is so t- oh, look <laughs> at this! Didn't match my energy for this at all. I'm so disappointed. Wait, okay. you're drafting oh, all these cats we've never heard have. of. You haven't <laughs> heard of Tony the Tiger?
0: You've <laughs> <Who>? called Tony, <laughs> Tony you, you derailed the Tony the Tiger conversation by claiming leopard. he was blue. I well, can't afford he's brand a name bodies.
1: cereals. Are you kidding me? Brandon, who's your pig?
0: Um, uh, I. It's the big. It's the biggest event of the year. It's the Catalina wine mixer.
1: No, that's nice. Cat Alina wine mixer.
3: Oh, that's okay. Cool.
2: I
0: like. Oh, that. it's a play on words.
3: Okay, I can see how that's a thing. Derf.
1: Who do you got right uh, now? You have Garfield, Cat Daddy, and Carl Anthony
3: Towns. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm taking catnip because I feel like catnip's tight. And I want to try it someday. Yeah, if you're
1: into
0: drugs.
3: Oh. Yeah, exactly. I want to try cat drugs.
1: Also, if you listen this far, tell us if you like these bits or if we should stick to basketball.
3: <laughs> I wish we could see. I wish we could see metrics for like when people stop listening. Like like yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> like I'm logging into this Timberwolves podcast, these guys are talking about fictional cats. Like, wow. Honestly,
2: <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we're doing this now because I'm gonna. At the end of the show, I'm gonna to get to say whatever I want, and no, nobody's gonna be able to hear it. Yeah, I'm, I got some. I've I got some stuff still. Is it my turn? Is it my yeah. My you pick?
1: got the, the you got the final wraparound.
2: All right. I got the last two. All right. So i with my next pick. I'm going to draft. Uh, it, it's a guy, but he's actually a cat because he's got cat powers and I'm drafting Mario with the cat power. Oh, wow. Oh, mm-hmm. Wow. That's, great. that's that's a yellow ass cat suit he's got on.
1: I think it actually might be a fox. What is a tanuki? is it a fox oh shit. yeah yeah it it's is a japanese raccoon oh, dog is a tanuki so fuck so it doesn't count yeah he actually fought the pick kind of like the kevin williams vikings thing yeah. that's you know. fine
2: but just know in my heart that that was my pick and then with my last pick i'm drafting the snooty cat from animal crossing anka that's right everyone's favorite everyone is super familiar with the snooty cat uh who first appeared in dobutsu no mori as an islander and after being absent in animal crossing Wild wild world she appears in all subsequent games as a villager you came up with that off the top of your head right there yeah i just i I love a lot of prep work you know i'm i'm a big crossing head and uh i love uh yellow cats as i've said many many times
1: uh, this is I can't believe that you, this is how you finesse in the yellow guys draft. It's just, it's just, it's of, of all the cha- of all the places to maximize. Uh, is are we Brandon giving Chalenga a,
0: a next another cat pick? Yeah, or is you can get another one if you a four don't man want, yeah. Team. Yeah. All right. Well, let me then. I
2: will then. My punishment will be I have to take the last pick of the draft. So uh, uh, since I okay. since I forfeited one, I'll, I'll just be. He's going to Google.
1: The, this guy's about to Google more yellow cats. No, yeah. no. I've got a huge list.
3: Yellow
2: cats <laughs> You know I've got a huge list of yellow cats. I've got no, an encyclopedic just... knowledge of all yellow cats. Story. All
1: right, Nate. While, while, while <laughs> <Slenga> furiously types, <laughs> um, what's your final pick?
3: Um, I'm gonna take Puma Puma brand with my last oh, and final pick.
1: I'm gonna say Puma from Crash and Crash Team Racing. God damn it! But Puma that brand team. is probably better. I'm
3: drafting anything and everything Puma related. Nope, you already drafted the brand. Nope, yourself. I got I drafted oh, the silky weird. soft
1: pants. Nope, I wrote it down. Nope. as Puma brand speaking of brand Brandon. well oh
0: i i think that this might be i think that this might be Jolly's next pick and i'm gonna snipe him here i am drafting stanford aka young ford
1: you're drafting my own cat dude that's a great pick in the last round, round too the cat incredible value, yeah, that's, he's great a, value. Yeah, that's a great that's a great value he is an mvp um he goes. To, he's he's active right now. He used to. He goes to phases like a month where he's like just very lazy. Now he's very he's very um, active. So you're getting a good pick there. Um, let's see here for my final pick. I want Salem uh, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. With uh, what's her name?
3: No, it's uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sabrina actually. the Teenage Witch.
1: Sorry, yeah. Salem from wow. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sorry, my bad. Wow. Wait, what my did bad. you think it was? For
0: he me? like a wasn't he like a convicted murderer? Wasn't that why he was a cat? Yes. Yeah, but we don't know the backstory. You know? I'm pretty sure we know the backstory was he was a murderer and that they his punch was allegedly
1: allegedly. I think he
0: okay. talked about it.
1: Salem from Salem Sabrina. backstory.
3: I'm gonna add more context because just Salem backstory probably isn't gonna be the results. Um Salem backstory, Sabrina.
1: Yeah. Okay. Salem was a five hundred okay. year old witch, so it wasn't even like a modern day murder. It was like Sa- a
3: Salem Saberhagen oh, no, was, was hundreds of years old. The warlock. Witch thing. It was. He was a warlock that was sentenced to spend a hundred years trapped in the body of a Black American short hair, um, stripped of magic powers as punishment. A punishment for attempted world domination. He didn't kill anybody.
0: He just it's attempted little, to world dominate domination. the world.
1: No yeah, deaths something. involved.
0: So you just you're you've just got some some ambition on your team.
1: Yeah. Also, I think he has a cool voice. I think it's a fun narrative. Uh, where, where was Salem method? on January 6th? Probably where exactly where we think he is. Um, Chalenga, final pick of the draft. Your punishment. another yellow cat.
3: Well, of course, we
2: all know that there are lots of famous yellow cats. And one of the ones that is, is most famous and is most definitely a cat, and I can't believe I didn't, uh, picked this one earlier, but is Jolteon from Pokemon not a cat? That's a dog.
3: What the is
0: Eevee's a cat, dude? Eevee's is Eevee not no. a cat. There, e- are, no, there, there are, are cats Eevee. that there
1: are Pokemon that are cats. God damn it. Eevee is like a fox. Could you do Meowth? Meowth is like lightly. <sighs> Meowth is
2: kind of yellow. Yeah. Um.
0: So he I'll fall a back on coin on
1: his head.
2: Yep, I'll fall back on Meowth i'm i'm gonna look we'll take it to the listeners is jolteon a cat follow-up question is eevee <laughs> a cat jolteon uh,
1: dog okay
3: do you consider um no, there. that's a dog i was gonna say um what's the, Raikou? but yeah right Raik- th- no they're legendary dogs Raikou's they're a not, dog they're, they're called legendary
1: dogs yep. second generation of pokemon the best by the way best story best okay, oh wait
2: del del caddy is that that's a pokemon <laughs> I that's that kind of
3: Okay, this says that
1: Umbreon is considered to be a
3: cat. Umbreon is an evolution, So, like, how can you... Oh. No way. Mew, Mew, Mew sure is a, a cat. Puppy. Mew is a cat. What the f... Mew's Mew is it, yeah. Mew is not a cat. I know a cat. Yes, like Mew, a Mew that is a cat. A cat. Uh, what, Mew for... That's the whole Mew's... thing. It was, like, cloning of a cat. Mew's like an alien. Like, there was a... too <laughs> <laughs> well, Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> Mew M- 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 is an alien. You're right, man. That's not a cat. You can't. Yeah, what the here, hell? You're trying to this guy? Doesn't cat. believe in space. Cats. I can't hell. believe all the Dane Moore listeners that somehow stuck around to listening to this shit.
3: <laughs> What's next? Figured Tony the Tiger's gonna come in here and tell me he's blue. Wait, this says there's no way. This says Snorlax is a cat.
1: Snorlax is a cat.
3: <laughs> no way. Um, Snorlax like has bear. cat tendencies. No, it's
1: yeah. That's Snorlax has pointing it is pointing ears. Is Abra yeah.
3: a cat? They're
1: kind of kind of cat. Yes. Abra, oh, yeah. Abra might the be. A whole, cat. That whole line, that whole line is for sure feline adjacent.
0: It
3: doesn't There's say here, but Elliot I believe you. we have
1: been waiting so long to talk about
0: Pokemon on this pod. Dude, we've been this retaining is the this for okay, so going long. The three of on. us.
3: Beck's not invited to the next pod. We're doing a full Pokemon pod. The three of us. Oh, I, I'm in. I'm in.
2: But I, uh, but I, I don't mean to take take your job, Jordan. But I do have a um a random wolf of the of the week
1: yes that's right yeah sorry also we are going along now and we all <laughs> okay yes all right it's time for random wolf, random of, the wolf of, the the of the week <laughs> Our, wow. Our, wow. we're flipping it this week Chelanga doesn't get to be like the honorary guest or he gets to be the freaking orchestrator of the game so uh i guess we start out with the random guest brandon you want to guess who Chalenga's random wolf is
0: I just got a feeling this afternoon, afternoon that I thought I knew who it is. Is it Felton Spencer? That's an incredible guess, but it's not Felton
2: Spencer. Damn, I damn love it. it. I love it. I will say, you know, I, I've listened to uh, most of your episodes, but uh, my apologies if I'm doing a wolf that has already been done.
0: We won't know. Um, We've some too, so you're fine. Fantastic.
2: So uh, my first clue is Number that one. this former Minnesota Timberwolf has played for eight teams in his – uh, career: The Utah Jazz, the Phoenix Suns, the Milwaukee Bucks, mm-hmm. the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Washington Wizards, Detroit Pistons, Boston Celtics, and Toronto Raptors.
0: Guys, I have I have a guess, guess that I think might be right. Is it Greg? Oh, is, is it Greg Monroe? No, I'm not.
2: Is it, no, it Isaiah, Kanan? Isaiah Kanan? Isaiah Canaan. Is that
3: your is that your guess? Let's uh, do it. Do you have to agree on it?
2: I yes. know he yeah. played
0: for the Suns,
3: Bucks. Pistons. Lock it in. Wolves. That's a great guess.
2: That's a great guess. Is it Isaiah Kanan? No, it's not. I didn't pull the Isaiah Kanan. The next clue is he was the last player to wear the number 10 for the franchise that drafted him because they retired
1: it in his second season. This might be one of the best clues we've ever gotten. That's a great clue. So I think it's... a. I think. Was Pistons in there? I think it was someone who wore it well, after like, Steve um,
0: Nash was number 10, wasn't he?
1: Oh no, he was 13. I'm the numbers guy, remember? Okay. So like what was his number? Ten. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, for one franchise, he
3: might have switched numbers. Um Luke Ridden.
0: No, Luke Ridenauer didn't play for eight teams. Are you sure? And he was he played for a lot of teams. He was I don't. know is getting defensive. Wasn't he just the Sonics, no, Thunder. Sorry. I got nothing. Sonics, Thunder, just want to be, Wolves. Hey, I've bucks. made bad clues
1: before. Um, um. One day I want to have a Luke Ridnour was good segment where I, I think he's like a top six point guard in Wolf history.
0: We all agree on that. What take. about like? What about like uh, Shabazz Napier? He didn't say Portland, and Shabazz Napier played for Portland.
1: Um. Let's say Dejan we, Prince. Had, no. Tayshawn
0: Prince only played for two teams, yeah, three but... teams, four teams. And I, mean, I, I, I did Tayshon Prince. I do know y'all did that one. I did
3: hear that episode.
1: Let's do freaking! Uh, I think it was uh, Felipe Lopez.
3: We'll this on. is only clue number two. So yeah, just you got, got lots yeah. more clues. I don't You're think Felipe it in?
2: Lopez, but go for it. That is incorrect. Clue number three, number three was drafted seventh overall and made the 2010-2011 All-Rookie
0: Second Team.
1: Okay, so this is kind of recent. Seventh overall? it couldn't have been for the Wolves.
0: No, because the, his number was retired by his team, and the Wolves have only retired Malik Seeley's number. Yeah. Former seventh overall pick in 2010-2011. So he was drafted by whoever retired his number, which yes. was number ten. Well, they didn't retire hit they, they retired his number, but not in honor of him. <laughs> well
1: he was while he was wearing Dude, it, they retired. It was so it. good. I think this the Zicka only
3: team get, get get that jersey off it's, it's retired.
1: Number. The only retired number ten I can think of is um, Isaiah Thomas. So it's gotta be like the Pistons' angle. Yeah, but Do they have who the overall seven?
0: pick by the Pistons. Who is it though? Is it? It's What's, not
3: greg monroe is it i said greg monroe and you guys said no i didn't say no
1: i'm always going to say greg monroe
3: yeah greg monroe
1: greg monroe is
3: that your final guess
1: yeah, yeah. Awesome. locking it in
3: yeah. it is yes. greg
1: monroe great job y'all seventh overall
2: Thou- yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, was like, that was
3: good i am pretty sure i vocally you said that? greg monroe and if did. i didn't and you listen back to this i was thinking it Oh, you definitely did. And I was trying to steer you toward Isaiah Cannon, and I did it. You are so
2: mischievous.
0: I know. I know. I think Isaiah Cannon played for a lot of those teams, too. I guess once you've played for, like, a bunch of teams, you've probably played for, like, most of the teams on the lists.
3: Um, Uh, I am so happy that it was Greg Monroe, and I'm so happy that, I'm sad that I don't get to do, but Greg Monroe for the foreseeable future. But it oh, means a could. lot to me that
0: you picked that you draft. Could, yeah, you could. That would, that would really throw us for a loop. Is if <laughs> just you do just Greg, Greg Monroe. Monroe every week <laughs> with different hints,
1: yeah, <laughs> and start lying about the hints. This draft was like, okay, John Wall, number one, Evan Turner, two, Derek Favors, DeMarcus Cousins, Greg Monroe, Paul George. Was Evan Fournier in
3: that draft? No, he was the 2009 draft. Gordon Hayward, my friend. Evan Turner got traded to
0: the Timberwolves and refused to play play. for them and then never played in the NBA again. It's a
3: bummer because I was going to do him as a random wolf and that I remember he never played for us. That was
1: also unfortunate. Uh, uh, Thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate Mm -hmm. it immensely. We'll have you on probably again very Mm -hmm. soon where can the folks find you if they want you could you you
2: could find me at twitter.com uh at chillangison at c-h-e-l-a-n-g-a-s-o-n and uh follow my podcast at cndmba show we release podcasts sometimes maybe um but really what i wanted really what i came on here to plug oh yeah don't you have takes i Luigi is not cool. Luigi was at January 6th. He was a traitor of the state. He is an insider of violence. And I am sick and tired of people celebrating Luigi like he is some sort of hero Wario and Waluigi are painted as bad guys. When in reality, they are in these streets. They are helping the community. They are youth workers. They are feeding hungry people. I mean, they, mm, look, Luigi and Mario, bad guys. That's it. They're not cool. Don't fuck with them. Fuck with all Luigi and Mario. Thank you.
1: I'm ending the episode with that. I um,
0: on Luigi before this, but you've swayed me.
1: This bad I, guy.
3: Go to hell. So the mansion is the protagonist. So Luigi is actually <laughs> yes. the answer. Oh my God, I've been playing that wrong game wrong so long. Absolutely. You want to try to have Luigi die as many times as possible <laughs> in that game. Um, have you seen that slow motion video of him looking back? It's like the meme of Luigi looking back as he throws a, uh, I think it's banana peel in, in uh, Mario Kart. Oh, yes. It's absolutely. like as he's crossing the line, it turns around and he's giving this smirk looking back like, you know, evil? Luigi, totally. evil mother. Hey, he's he's on the Epstein list. <laughs> I, I know he was mad when it dropped.
1: Him, Kimmel, Rudy Gobert,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Luigi, no last name. Oh,
2: man. Anyway, y'all, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Uh, dude, be well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I'm going to stop recording now. All right. We did it.